Some Somethings podcast, and today I am joined by my good friend Marla O'Fallon. Welcome to the show, Marla. Thank you for having me, Brenna. It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited about the topic that we're going to be talking about today. The hard space that Marla and I want to dive into is about forgiveness. So we're actually doing two episodes with this topic. And with this episode, we are focusing on forgiving others. So people who have caused hurt in our lives. Um, Before we get into that, though, Marla, why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself, kind of how we know each other, what life stage you're in, just kind of get my audience familiar with who you are. Yeah. Um, So again, my name is Marla, and I currently reside in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, So I work at a um, nonprofit that basically supports uh, startups in the Oklahoma like region. So we work with entrepreneurs every day, which is really fun. And I work in the operations side of that. So I do a lot of back end stuff, but I get to meet um, lots of fun people that are moving to Tulsa or from Tulsa. So Um, I love what I do. And then I am also currently married to a wonderful guy named Gene. Um, And so we've been married for about two and a half years. And um, yeah, and so that's, that's really where I am in life right now. Thanks for sharing, Marla. Yeah, Marla and I met um, a while back when we were both in college. We were interning in Haiti, actually. We shared a bunk for a little while. Yeah, we did. We did. Us and 10 other other girls. Um, yeah, it's such a, um, such a time to, well, actually the first time we met, I wasn't an intern. I was just going down to Haiti for the nonprofit organization. And I know it just, and then again, the Lord called me back to Haiti and Marla was there interning again. And we were able to spend a whole summer together, um, which was really sweet. Um, just seeing the Lord move in another country and like what that was all like was very eye opening. Um, and to kind of go through that with other other believers was a really cool experience. Um, okay, so let's kind of dive into this topic. It is, I mean, Marla and I were just talking about this. It is super vast. We could probably talk for hours about this. So um, what I really would like to start off with is your story and kind of something we've talked about before of a particular instance where you went through something really challenging um, and learning how to forgive this person that hurt you. So why don't you kind of share um, with the audience a little bit about your story and, and your journey to forgiveness with this person? Yeah. Um, so I, my story basically starts out um, in elementary school. So this person became a friend of mine when we were like 12 and we went through middle school together and became a lot closer through high school. Um, so she essentially became like my best friend and we did everything together. We, um, we were, went to the same local church. Uh, she actually didn't become a Christian until later on, um, in like middle school, early high school. Um, and so I got to walk with her and see her in her like faith journey, like in the start of it and then her grow. Um, yeah, we were, we were always really good friends, had no problems like that, you know, again, that I could see at the time. Um, so we had been friends about eight years and, um, I started dating a guy in high school, um, that really was never a great relationship. Um, but I stayed in it because, you know, you always hope for the best that people will change. And, um, that's kind of the person I am in general. Like my personality is very like, I I believe there could be change. I believe this will change. And so, um, that relationship actually ended up ending in 20, 
15, like early 2015. So I was 20 at the time. Um, and I'm 26 now, so six years ago. And I had some suspicions about, um, you know, uh, like she, like he was in the Marines at one point and she would write him letters, which like, to me, I was like, oh, she's just trying to be encouraging and kind of turns out the whole time that she liked him. And so two months after our three-year relationship broke off of dating with this specific guy, um, two months later after that, they had started dating. Um, and so all the like, you know, times that she like, I would approach her about it and just be like, hey, like, you know, what's going on? She denied everything. Um, and then to find out they were dating was like really hard because, you know, she had essentially lied to me that whole time. Um, someone that I like have walked through with like, you know, um, a lot of like she had a lot of hard family stuff. I felt like I was with her through that a lot. And um, yeah, so it was hard. Um, and I went from having like no like you know a best friend to no best friend in like a, a matter of like what seemed like days um and then never talked to her again so that um there was no apology there was no um you know I was wrong or like I'm sorry if I hurt you none of that it was very much like she she shared it with me two months after our breakup and then was like I just wanted you to hear it from me and then there was no regret um no remorse and then they ended up actually getting married a couple years later. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was, it was rough um, to like have a friend that you feel like you trust, like I trusted, I thought would be my friend, you know, for as long as I could see. Um, and then it was just kind of all over in, in an instant. It, it, it felt, it felt like at the time, it felt like it ended really abruptly. So yeah, what was like your initial reaction when you found out? Was it like I never want to talk to you again? Was it just shot? Like, how was your initial response when you sort of discovered the truth? Um, I mean, when she told me, I essentially just like cried. <laughs> I don't know, like I didn't really have a lot of words. Um, I mean, it was. I think I might have said something along the lines of like, "Are you serious? Like, how could you do this?" type of thing. Um. And she was just like, I don't know what to say. Like, it's happening. And I just wanted it to come from me. Um, and I, you know, I think I just was like, but I've asked you about this, like, a lot. Like, you know, and and she just was like, yeah, I, I mean, that's, I don't have anything else to say. Like, she didn't really respond with anything. So I think I just got to a point where I was like, well, I don't need to ask more questions. So I just kind of got up and walked away and <laughs> left the situation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was like, I, I think I had seen it coming, but in this, in the same way, it's still shocking to have your friends sit there and tell you, and then you imagine like, oh, but she'll feel sorry or she'll be upset that she upset you and she wasn't at all. So I think it was just like really, really, sh I think shocking for that just to have like no remorse, you know, so. That's like a double punch. Cause it's not just like betrayal but it's also her not being apologetic about that um and that kind of ties into something I let, I'd want to talk about later of forgiveness versus reconciliation so you know hearing your story and kind of the hurt that you've gone through what did the Lord sort of teach you about 
you know, what forgiveness is and what it isn't. Like as you were kind of going through this journey of wrestling through your emotions and the betrayal and the hurt, how did you get to a point of like, oh, I understand what forgiveness is and God's helping me forgive her. What did you learn about this is what forgiveness is, this is what it isn't? Um, I learned a lot and I think I'm still learning a lot. Um, I think, I think the top thing I learned that it is not, is that it's not a one-time like transaction. Um, I think growing up, I, in the church, I thought like forgiveness is like one day you decide I forgive someone and then that's it. And you never have to look back. Um, but that's like, so not true. Like for me, it's, Obviously, it's different now. Like, it's easier now to wake up and decide that I've forgiven that person. But, you know, triggers will come up or things will come up and I will have to decide all over again, like, okay, I don't hold any, I don't hold anything over this person's head. Like, I don't, um, I don't charge them with anything. Like, I, you know, and, and for me, and I can talk about that later, is just like, I just try to choose to forgive, like, pray for them rather than, like, let the thought of what they did just go over and over in my head, which to me is like how bitterness and forgiveness is or unforgiveness like continues to manifest. So yeah, for me, it's an everyday choice. Um, I also used to think it was like for me, like forgiveness is for me, but it's not. Um, I used to think it was like dependent on the person and how they responded. So if they're repentant or if they're, they show remorse, then like, and then I can forgive them. But like, that's not true. Um, I used to think that it meant like putting up with abuse or, you know, staying in a situation or staying in a friendship that is not healthy for me. And obviously that's not, um, and then I would say, lastly, like, it's also not, recon- like you said, it's not reconciliation. It doesn't mean you become friends with that person again or be like, just because, like, I forgive someone doesn't mean I reach out to them and I'm like, yep, let's be friends. We're all good. Like, that doesn't, that also doesn't always mean that. I think, like, you know, when I was thinking about this topic and even just reflect on your story and, like, forgiveness situations that I've had to go through in my life. I was talking with a mentor one time in like college and she walked me through like some of like the points of like forgiveness isn't like conceding to what they did is okay. Like what they did isn't okay. And I think a part of me felt like if I, and I don't know if you felt like this too, like the moment that I forgive, it's like, like, then it's like, oh yeah, that happened. Like, let's move on. But it's like, but the pain is still there. Like it's still, and then she was saying like forgiveness is choosing to live with the pain and consequences that the other person has caused without, like you said, without holding that bitterness and resentment and desire for revenge. Um, I don't know if like any of those sort of resonate with you or if you felt kind of those through your journey as well of like you want to hold on so bad because it's an injustice to you and like you feel like this isn't fair and nothing about this is going to be fair. Um, But I think God is so gracious in you know continuing to show us forgiveness so what kind of role in your understanding of the forgiveness that we receive on a daily basis sort of impact your decision to forgive this this individual I mean I I think the only reason (laughs) I mean I don't know maybe non-believers forgive for another reason I think for me the only thing that makes sense is like Christ forgave me um and like he 
not just like forgave me, but like actively chose that. And, um, and I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. Like I, you know, those who have been forgiven, like it's, it is like a huge deal. Um, I, I probably like don't even understand the magnitude of that. Um, but it's like, for me, it's like, if I've been forgiven and if God has, you know, in all of his glory and as holy as he is, has chosen like someone like me to be like, no, like I like don't I wipe you clean of your past and your sins and your um, the times that I've, you know, hated God actively. And yet he like loves me enough to be like, no, like I like still like don't hold that against you. So for me, um, that's like my number one. It's just like, that's the only reason I can forgive someone. Otherwise, like to me, it doesn't really make sense. Like, it's like, um, I know there's like benefits to forgiveness, like, like brain chemically, emotionally, absolutely like that comes after. But for me, like, that's like my reason above all. So, yeah, I heard this interesting, um, kind of analogy or like a visual when it talks about forgiveness, it's like pouring gasoline on yourself like not forgiving someone it's like pouring gasoline on yourself lighting the fire and expecting the other person to burn and it's like this idea of like you there is like you said forgiveness isn't necessarily like you know just for yourself but there is an aspect of like did you feel this like this kind of weight lifted off your shoulder sense of freedom of like okay like I don't it is not in my hands to seek revenge it is not in my hands to change this situation it is in, you know, like God giving me the strength every day to, to forgive. But did you feel any sort of sense of like relief almost in forgiveness? Um, yeah, <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think if anything, like, and I, maybe I should have mentioned this in the beginning. I feel like I ran from working on like forgiving this person for so long Um, I don't know if I did it like cognitively, like I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to bury this unforgiveness in my heart and never look at it. I think I just had no idea like how to do that or even that I needed that. Um, and because I think I thought forgiveness was like a one-time thing, I didn't think like, oh, this is actually going to take work and I have to like get help essentially. Um, so for me, I like after doing that work, which that work involves like going to the Lord every day or multiple times a day that involves telling my community about that, getting help from other believers, going to therapy. Um, for me, like after doing that work, it's, there's just like a peace and where like, I think our brains want to like hold to unforgiveness and bitterness because they want control and like our brains just naturally want to like stay in a comfortable space. So if our brains, if the grooves in our brain is like, okay, well, I'm going to like go to bitterness and I'm going to like, you know, resent this person or we are like, if we don't do any work, then we will just like autopilot to that. So for me, it's like, I think it just took a lot of work um, to like create new grooves in my brain to be like, okay, when I, these thoughts come up or when I remember what this person did to me, like, instead I'm going to go to prayer and I'm going to ask God, like either a, I need you to take these thoughts from me or be like, how can I pray for this person right now? And honestly, like there was so much peace and like relief in that. 
um, just choosing to, and, and also thinking of that person as like, it doesn't matter what they've done. Like they are an image bearer of God, of the Lord and like God created them. God loves them. So when you start to also see like the, you start to humanize the person who did wrong to you, I think that is freeing too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of benefits. It also, the next time, cause there's going to be someone else to wrong you some point in your life. And I've had that happen since then. And like the process of learning how to forgive is going to help you for the rest of your life. Like not that it gets easier, but it gets, the process is a little more smooth as far as like, you know what to do. Like, you know how to go to the Lord, you know how to do the work. So I don't know. There's a lot of benefits. It's like you've built those it's like you've built those like spiritual and mental muscles over time of like you're saying like building those grooves in your brain and those like responses. Um, I think that's so true. Yeah, I really like what you're talking about of humanizing that person and this idea of like, okay, like everyone is broken, you know, like everyone is broken and like the humility that comes with recognizing that is a huge part, I think, in the healing process and in the in the forgiveness journey that we're talking about. But this is going to sound like such a baseline question, but I really want to get your thoughts on this of why is it so hard? It's going to seem like an obvious question, but why is it so hard to forgive others? Like why is our default to hold bitterness, to want to, you know, to see justice? Like why, why is it hard initially to forgive? Well, I can't speak for everyone. I can speak for myself when I say that I like... I think deep down, like, obviously my heart is so sinful and so prone to revenge and, like, wanting someone to hurt for the reason, the way they've hurt me. And I think scripture is really clear that, like, we do naturally just want, like, an eye for an eye. Like, we want, we want justice, but not the way that God sees justice. We want justice, like, for our own hurt and our own pain. Um, And I think that a lot of times, like, at least for me, I didn't choose the courageous or brave thing to do, which to me, it's facing what that person did. It's facing like what, and and it can be honestly for a lot of people, um, it can be really traumatic to have to relive that situation to go get help. Um, but I love, there's a, um, a speaker that I love, an author that I love named Brene Brown. And she talks a lot about um, vulnerability and how that is actually like the bravest like choice you can make is like a lot of people see vulnerability as a weakness where actually like it is a strength, like it's a huge strength because it takes such bravery to actually get to that space. And then, you know, obviously being in a safe space, able to share what you need to share like there's a lot of freedom in digging that, you know, digging out those roots and things like that. So I guess um, I'm kind of going back to like when I just talked about like just rewiring your brain to think a different way. Like I think our brains are naturally sinful. We naturally like, you know, want to almost like put ourselves up on a pedestal and, and, And for me, a lot of that is like self-righteousness, like thinking like I'm better than that person. And so like they should suffer because I suffered. And like, obviously, like that is the opposite of Christ's like grace and love for us. And 
Like if I'm saved and I'm redeemed, then like out of that grace, I should be willing to extend grace to others all the more. Um, and if you think about that, like, I mean, I think we also, it's hard to forgive because we live in a world where in culture and social media, like it's very much like if someone wrongs you, you wrong them back and worse a lot of times. Like it's not just like an I. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not even an eye for an eye anymore. It's like an eye for half your body. Like it's like, like it's just to me, the way that Christ calls us to forgive is so scandalous and so shocking. Um, I think that if we're listening to the way culture defines like, you know, when you're wronged, like the reaction to that, if we're listening to that, then it is going to be really hard to see like the way Christ calls us to forgive. So I think there's a few ways it makes it really hard to forgive, but for me, that's that's kind of what made it hard for me. It, it almost seems like through this process, you've gained a deeper understanding and appreciation of God's forgiveness towards you in being able to relay that to others. Because it's almost like, obviously, like doing this in our own strength, like it's through the power of like the Holy Spirit and through our relationship with the Lord that he gives us the ability to do this in the first place and to be so scandalous in our responses and stuff. Um, But us being like submissive to that and like it just seems like you gained such a deeper knowledge of like, oh my gosh, like I am broken too and what God has done for me making it not easier, but you know, you were able to step into that. Um, And I would love to just kind of hear like how, like how did you, like what did forgiveness look like for you in this? Was it like you called her up and were like, hey, I forgive you? Was it a verbal thing? Was it just within yourself? Was it like, how did this story sort of, you know, come to a point of forgiveness? What did that look like? Um, Speaking of calling her up, I did do that uh, like a couple years later. Um, I don't really, I don't know if I recommend that. Um, (laughs) And I think it depends, I guess it depends on the situation. I think I was, I think that my heart was right in it that I wanted to just like let them know and, and which I, I called her, I did not call the guy, but I, um, I wanted to hear, I wanted them both to hear that I had forgiven them and they, um, they actually didn't want to talk to me. So, um, which then I think, I think that revealed like, I, I was looking for some type of like, like peace with them rather than peace with God about it. And not that, not that peace from God can't result sometimes in peace and um, reconciliation, but I think I was looking more for reconciliation than I was for actually like forgiving them. So for me, I actually felt like I, it wasn't like necessarily the right thing to do. Um, but you know, got, I learned from it and I learned that like, you know, you don't, there does not have to be the reciprocated type of, you know, portion of that, um, on the other end. But I think, I don't know, it was a long journey. I honestly didn't know about like things like therapy, um, and like Christian counseling up until this point. And so in 2016 was when I made the call to them. And then the first time I actually went to counseling was for a different reason in 2018. And then I ended up hashing out like all of it, um, with, with my counselor, which I recommend because I think it's like, there's a part of me too, that wanted to protect them and didn't want to like share a bunch of bad, you know, 
like news about them. So I think having someone who's, who can be confidential, like legally, like is required to, you know, not share what you're sharing with them. And it's a very like third party opinion of what you're going through or what you've been through. So for me, I think it just took like a lot of like obeying the Lord of like, it's time to get help for this. And, and I don't, and it wasn't even me. Like, I think the Holy Spirit just like used something else to actually guide me into like processing through that. So, um, and then I think through therapy, I was able to kind of dig out those like deeper rooted issues of why I was holding on to this so much because it had started to affect my current friendships and I was holding things over other people's head and assuming things because like what she had put me through and like to me that's not her fault that's my fault um and that's not like that's not an excuse just because like I've been wronged it's not okay to like assume things about others so I think like just yeah it's it's interesting to see how God will take something that was so bad and so horrible and then actually used it for healing in other areas later on which is really cool yeah, that's so powerful, man. I mean, the power of therapy alone, too, and just all of that. Like, it's so, so cool to see, you know, like, your journey, like, through all of that. And, like, the honesty of, like, it's not an easy process. And it's not a short process, like you said. Like, that was, like, years ago. Like, this is, and I love what you said at the end about, I think this can be applied to any relationship, friendships, dating relationships, of projecting your past hurts onto somebody else and not assuming the best of them. And, like taking that ownership of like, hey, this is something I need to work through because it's not fair of me to continually, you know, project like, oh, well, this is just going to happen again or this, you know, and I struggle with that all the time, like um, with past hurts too. So I think that's like important. And the one thing I guess I kind of want to dive into here toward the end of this conversation is the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation, because I feel like you maybe didn't receive the reconciliation, you know, that, you know, it's all wrapped up in a nice little bow, you know, everything, you know, it's fine. And maybe you did and you can, you can share about that. But I think for me, when I think about my like situations and forgiveness, it's like, there are definitely scenarios where I daily forgive this person, but there is no repentance on their end. There's no acknowledgement on their end. There's no, you know, remorse. And so it's kind of like, you're not, they're not in your life anymore, or it's just like a strained relationship and it's just like weird. So it's like, like did you receive reconciliation and you know what do you kind of see is the uh the difference between the two you know um I I guess I don't know a lot about the well I guess this could be I was I was thinking about this a lot because I was like I don't know the difference um as far as like putting them side by side but I my best way that I can say it is that forgiveness is to me first and foremost about like me and God. Um, so, you know, obviously like I think in, in our earthly lives, we're going to see where when we choose not to forgive, it is, it will directly influence our relationships, whether we like recognize that or not, whether we see that or not, it like absolutely will. And to me, that's the obvious one. Cause it's just right in our face. Like we live with those people. We, do life with those people. So it's going to be a little more obvious where like our relationship with the Lord may not be as obvious because he's not like in person with us. Um, but I, I think for me, like forgiveness is first and foremost, like a vertical act. Um, 
rather than like horizontal. Um, and then obviously like secondarily, I think it's horizontal than like, because whatever, however me and the Lord are doing, like that's how me and my relationships will do. Um, so I think like, you know, I think forgiveness is an active choice despite, you know, how I feel about something, how that person responded to me, or if we, you know, if we became friends again, or if we were in relationship again, where to me, reconciliation is that like, is just like a grace and a cherry on top. It's not required. Um, I think it's, it's really sweet when it happens. Um, but it also could be really hard. Like it's not always necessarily, and it's not always necessarily like it's not needed or even like sometimes it's less helpful to reconcile. Um, but I, but I think, I think it's, I think it's great if you, if someone, if that can happen, I, I, I think that's something we should pray for and hope for. Um, but it's not like sinful not to reconcile. It's not like an evil thing to to be like, well, it didn't work out and we're not and like it's actually better and healthier for us to like stay separate and not and not to. So, yeah, so I guess the difference would just be that I think just reconciliation is not necessarily required for forgiveness. It's just an extra bonus. I think it's free to even recognize that aspect of it too like and I think it's just a sign of like the broken world that we live in right it's like not everything is going to be made right this side of heaven unfortunately um but you know God is sovereign and he's also good and just trusting his plan with that person's life and with your life um so I guess my last question for you kind of about this specific situation, like what did you learn? I know you've touched on this, you know, in different aspects of this interview, but what have you learned about yourself, life, God, you know, what did you, what did you learn about all of those things through your journey of forgiveness? What was like a huge takeaway? I have a lot of takeaways. Um, I'll try to keep it to like a couple of things. Um, I just, I think that if anything, um, it wasn't something I expected to learn at all, but I think, um, you know, scripture in second Corinthians talks about taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. And I think that forgiveness, if anything taught me how to like, if whatever, because to me, thoughts are the things that stoke the bitterness. Like I think where our thoughts start is where everything else will follow. And so like, to me, like it showed me like that thoughts are powerful. And if we let them go beyond that, um, you know, there, it will like either be consequences or it will be beautiful. Um, and I think where the thoughts that I was having were creating bitterness and resentment, like just learning how to take those and go immediately go to prayer and that like helped me not just in this area, but in like fighting sin or fighting temptation, like um, being able to just say, okay, like I'm having this thought and it's not good. It's not going to benefit me or benefit my relationship with the Lord or my relationship with others. Um, and being able to just like immediately take that to the Lord. Obviously never did that perfectly, but it has like showed me to do that in more areas than just in the area of unforgiveness. Um, and then I think the second thing was just knowing that pain, suffering, betrayal, like after, you know, 
this, I think, made me dive into scripture a lot more and learning that things like that are not just like going like God doesn't just like warn us about them. He's like, they're promised to you. Um, And which is like really sad. But in the same time, it's like, okay, like I can know like this will happen. And but God has given me tools like like himself and therapy and scripture and community and people that have gone before me and have had to do some really hard forgiveness. Um, So I think just like not doing it alone and being open about where I am and honest about where, where I am rather than, you know, faking it and being like, well, it's all okay. And like, it's fine what they did or, you know, it's, it's not fine what they did, but also like that doesn't mean it controls my life or it has a hold on my life in the way that I think I was letting it. So, so yeah, that's, there's so much more that I learned, but, (laughs) but that's, those are the top two. (laughs) Yes. Those are all, thank you, Marla. Right. (laughs) There's, there's a whole list. (laughs) That's, I think that's super powerful and hopefully helpful for everyone listening to hear that you are not alone in your struggle to forgive this person that, um, you know, whatever situation that you are going through, anyone who may be listening, um, that I hope that you take away from this conversation that it's not easy, but it's possible. And through the power of the Lord, you can find freedom in this, uh, daily freedom in it. Um, So thank you, Marla, for chatting about this aspect. Stay tuned again for part two, where we're going to talk about forgiving yourself. Um, So thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode. Marla, so great to have you. Um, yeah, thank you guys for, um, you know, going along with me on this journey and navigating your 20s. And just remember that even in the hard spaces, His grace abounds. See you for part two.